Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Saxton, solo episode this week. Going to be looking a little bit more mindset-y, but more goal-achieving style. Today, I'm going to give you five tips for achieving what you want. I've got some great research on this, and I know that you're going to take a lot away and just feel that little bit more motivated to achieve the things that you want to in life. So let's jump on into episode 99. Hello, I'm episode 99, solo episode with Hilary Saxton this week. That's me for those that are watching me on YouTube. See the line on my forehead? That was from wearing my cap too tight this morning, so I hope that's not uh, too much. You can only just see that. Oh, it might have gone away. But that is where I came up with my topic. You know when you're out walking or exercising and you've got that blood flowing in, you've got that energy going on, and you get a lot more creative. I do. And that's where I came up with today's topic. I was listening to something else and it was about people that achieve goals and it was along the lines of by about February, well it's actually 32 days, so 32 days after New Year's Eve, statistically most people give up on the habits or the goals that they were intending to achieve. So we start that year off with a hiss and a roar and we know exactly what we want to do and we're really excited about it and then what happens? At about day 32, it's a huge drop off and to me someone who's all about achieving goals somebody who works with people achieving goals having worked as a coach for a long time and just being a sort of a self-improvement I don't know junkie I might say and studier and lifelong studier of that sort of thing I I really find it um, quite interesting that people set goals and they want to achieve something and then they stop and I know personally some of those ones I can do that as well especially maybe some health goals I might be on track and heading toward it and then the wheels come off and things go pear-shaped but I thought today I would look at at what really what tends to work and, and just tell some stories and show some examples of what you can do to achieve what you want so I'm going to begin with the British cycling team now if you don't know the story um, this is a great story and if you do it's always good to hear it again so they were atrocious I do have got some notes I do have notes to get the dates right but back in 2002 and 2005 they won two medals at the 2002 Olympics and I think three or four at the 2005 they were in fact so bad that there was a particular uh, bike manufacturer that didn't want them to ride their bikes because they didn't want their name associated with uh, a team that lost so badly they just weren't good at all so anyway they hired a new coach Dave Dave Brailford Dave Brailford oh gosh now I should get that right Dave Brailsford Dave Brailsford and I think he's now Sir Dave Brailsford And he decided to take on a different way of training. Instead of being all about the, maybe the exercise and, you know, having had that fitness background, understanding, you know, the loading and and preparing for something like that, he decided to take it all next level. He decided to go for the 1% better in, in a multitude of areas instead of just focusing on one. And so he... By the time he finished, they won in the 2008 Olympics, they won 18 gold medals and they dominated again in 2012 and they're called the Sky Team. They also won four out of the five 
Tour de France's between 2012 and 2016. Wow. Now those results are phenomenal. And the exciting thing about that is it's it's something that we can all implement ourselves because none of it is hard. What they did was make small changes, 1% changes in, in a, multiple, um, a multitude of areas. Things like their training schedule, which you might expect, yes, their training schedule. But their nutrition, they looked at their nutrition, yes, but they made 1% changes. They had specific warm-ups and cool-downs. They tested massage gels to see which were 1% better. Like, How do you know what 1% better is? They even painted the floor in the maintenance area white to see when there was too much dust on the floor. They got a doctor to come in and teach them how to wash their hands properly. How crazy is that? Just hygiene, 1%. It's so tiny. They changed their pillows and they also travelled with their pillows. So... There was consistency in their sleeping, so we all know how important sleep is. But taking it that that one step further and just micro changes by travelling with your own pillow, uh, bike ergonomics, and, and, and just a an array of of things they looked at and they made minute changes with, and then they stuck with those changes consistently. And by doing that, they had phenomenal results. Wow. So what might seem unimportant, like traveling with your pillow or painting your floor white to see if there's any dust, over time, all of those things compound together, and it's known as the aggregation of marginal gains, meaning they just compound and they end up giving us a great result. They need to be practiced consistently. So that is your tip. Consistency is key here. So you need to have a goal to start with, right? You need to know what it is you would like to achieve. So theirs was improvement. Theirs was winning winning medals at the Olympics. And theirs was the uh, Tour de France, you know, having people win. I don't think they'd ever won one prior to that. So that's pretty impressive to winning four out of the next five in the years after that. And it, and it was even sooner than they thought. I think their goal was to have that happen three years later. And I'm pretty sure it was two years later. So why this? Why this topic today, apart from the fact that I was uh, walking this morning and I I came up with with this concept because I I know about the aggregation of marginal gains and the Dave Brailsford theory and what he did, but I had a phone call yesterday from an awesome person, a guy, and he said to me, he'd spent the last couple of years really diving into personal development. And when you do that, you just have amazing changes. It is, I don't know, if you've never tried it, jump on that bandwagon. And that means things like reading audiobooks that are all about positivity and achievement and all the old school ones, you know, think and grow rich. And some of those theories are amazing. I actually recently got given a book and I will tell you what it was. I've just grabbed my phone here. It is called The Rhythm of Life by Matthew Kelly. Oh my goodness, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm pretty sure it's been around for a long time. So a lot of the concepts have been rewritten into new books and people call them their theories. It is a fabulous book. So if you're into audiobooks, that's one I've just started. I'm a real audiobooker. So I will spend my time listening to audiobooks as much as possible. I do read paper books as well, but it's just, I just find it so much easier when you're traveling or exercising. Anyway, the person I was speaking to had these amazing goals that he wanted to achieve. 
And I, and he said, oh, you know, you might see these as too big. And I thought, no, I don't because I've heard people with bigger goals and I've had people with smaller goals and I don't think any goal is too big or small. What matters is that you believe you can achieve it and you do the work toward achieving it and you assess your results and you make sure you're on track because there's no point in having a goal or wanting to achieve something and not, not assessing that you are on track. And it was an interesting conversation him and I had because they'd been doing, um, you know, renos and, and selling those. But he realised after looking back, it wasn't working out as fast as he wanted it to. It was working, but it was he was not going to get to where he wanted to go because the road was was gravel. You know, it was just too slow, and he wasn't going to be able to achieve what he wanted in the time frame that he had ahead of him. And I thought two things. I thought, wow, this guy. It's cool because he is into personal development. So he, he said he'd just been on a massive journey, like a junkie, and I so get that. But the other thing was that he was prepared to look back and look at what, what's not working. And I think that's something as humans we don't do often enough. We forget to check in with the goal to make sure, or with our goals, to make sure they are working. And the other thing is we give up as in, uh, 32, 32 days later he hadn't given up which was awesome and he was having a chat to me about doing property development but I loved I, yeah I just really loved the fact that he was keen to assess himself and, and that's something we all need to do so he'd realised that he needed to change vehicle so the vehicle he was on uh, inside the, the vehicle of the renovation strategy wasn't working and that came with its own challenges and you know the stuff I'm not going to go into we had a chat about that but that made him realize that the vehicle he was using which was renovation wasn't going to work as a strategy so then he got me thinking about people in general and even myself like what is it that you want what do you ultimately want what is your big goal do you set yourself big goals I often talk about goal setting but do you have them like what are the big things that you would like to achieve I know I've talked about it recently my book coming out and that that was such a big goal for me seriously writing a book it was very challenging it took five years and every time I put it back it put it down and went back to it because there's a story involved it's hard to remember exactly everyone's character and what they've been up to so I'd have to find that I'd have to reread it and then remember who's doing what in the story and it has personal development tips in it all the way through so that's a personal development book but it has a story so it gets a little bit Oh, if you don't go, if you don't stick at it consistently, like I could have with the whole one percent thing, then I would have. Um, it would could have been a lot easier, but I stopped looking at the goal, and I had my own reasons for that. And I, I but I stopped working toward it. I stopped being consistent. So if we go back to the beginning of this podcast where I said that one percent change, if I'd stuck at it for one percent. Uh, you know, a one percent of consistency. I would have gone so much further ahead. So, what about you? Like I said, what what do you want to achieve? What is it that you would like to achieve? I know another goal that I've had uh, when I was very very overweight. The goal was to just become not overweight. I was close to one hundred kilos. And the thing with the 1%, that really relates to something like weight loss and health because it's not something you can do overnight. You can't drop 36 kilos in one night. You have to consistently take small steps and do them over and over and over to have the result. And that really, when we break it down, is like every goal, which the example at at the start of the podcast with the cyclist, you have to be consistent and you have to take small steps toward it every day. And that's the thing, every day. And another tip that I give to the clients that I work with is, and I learned this from James Clear, but I know that he got it from somebody else, and it's probably either uh, the Matthew Kelly Rhythm of Life, it's probably in that book, 
it's it's okay to miss once because we're human when we're not perfect. We all make mistakes. Crikey, I make hundreds. But when you make a mistake or when you miss miss a day, you just make a promise to yourself that you don't miss two days. You miss one and that's okay, but you never miss two. And that means you'll get back on track. So what about you? What is your goal? And if we're on, we're listening to property development, is it property development? Is it renovating? Is it investing? Whatever it is with property, what is your property goal? I'm thinking that that's related to money or a lifestyle you'd like to live. And are you taking consistent actions toward it? And if not, how could you? I uh, I broke it down to a day, and there are one thousand four hundred and forty minutes in a day. So if you were to allocate one percent of your day to achieving your goal, to improving your life, to improving an area in your life, to achieve something that you want to achieve. It's 14 minutes and 40 seconds a day. That's all it is. 14 minutes and 40 seconds. What could you do for 14 minutes and 40 seconds to to a goal that you'd like to achieve, whatever that goal is? And we all have 14 minutes and 40 seconds, don't we? We all have it. So if it's around if it's around writing a book, could you write for 14 minutes and 14 seconds a day? That's 1%. The thing is, when when you compound those, that 1% a day, by the end of the year, it's 33%. So you would be 33% better at writing. So if it was around health and, and weight loss, if that was you, what could you do for 14 minutes a day that would enhance 14 minutes? I'll just refer to it as 14 minutes, but what could you do to enhance enhance your journey what would be your one percent consistency thing that you could do that would get you to where you want to go think about that what what is that thing I actually ended up studying nutrition and became a nutritionist because I just needed to fully understand what I had to do and what my body needed to go through and then know what I need to do for the rest of my life but what about you is it around health what could you do in your relationship just imagine if you woke up every morning and you spent 14 minutes and 40 seconds with your partner in the space, not doing other things, if you actually were mindful and had that time with them, if you actually made 14 minutes and 40 seconds for a friend, for a relationship, for something you needed to learn, like it's very easy, 14 minutes and 40 seconds, instead of thinking, I want to, whatever that is, let's go with, I want to run a marathon, well, let's go half marathon, because I've run a half marathon, I haven't run a marathon, so to run a half marathon, I didn't go out and run 21 kilometers on that day. I started, I actually had to start off by walking because I wasn't even really running a lot back then. It was a long time ago. And and then adding to that, that little bit further every time, and it might not have been 1%, but I was consistent with my training. So could you do that? I want you to have a think about what is it that you would like to achieve. And if it is property development, what do you need to do? Like, what do you need to do? You may have already, if you're listening to our podcast, you may have already done our course, whatever, or you may have done a course somewhere else. So what are you not doing that you thought you would be doing? Could you spend 14 minutes and 40 seconds deciding what it is that you'd like to do? When did you actually last sit down and think, I am clear about what I want to do and I'm going to sit down and, and decide the roadmap to achieve it. Do you even do that? That is something I do often. I know exactly what I would like to do and then I reach out to the people that need to help me, whoever I need to see, whoever I need to talk to, to get me to where I want to go. 
had a meeting last Friday with somebody who can help me with something and I just went straight to him you know I'm a big believer in coaches so I just went straight to the person that will that I know can help me and said okay this is what I need do you have something that you can you know what is your package what do you do for this and he's like yeah right let's do this so what is it that you need to do? Do you just need to go over your course material? Do you need to read more? Do you need to sit down and find out where you're at? Do you need to understand your finances? What is it that you need to do if it's relation to property? Because this is a property podcast. What is it that you need to do? But is it around being more mindful? If it's not around property, or do you break your life down into particular areas? And do you spend 14 minutes, 40 seconds a day on more than one area could you spend 40 you know do that spend 14 minutes and 40 seconds on health on your relationship on your financial situation on personal growth could you could you spend that do you have that spare time do you Um, that's a really good question isn't it the reason I ask is because often we look at people that are successful and we think oh so easy for them that they've just found that so easy and it's not the case when I was speaking to this guy yesterday he said to me I'm just prepared to do what it takes and you know he's been living in Reno's and crikey I've done that and I said mate Bob and I have both done that Bob and I have both done what it takes I've looked after people's children I've done ironing I've done what it takes you know I've done a lot of my own painting a lot of renoing a lot Bob in his early days, he was a window cleaner. He's done taxi driving. He's done what it takes to get to where he is now. And people think, oh, it's all right for you. You're successful. But they forget to look back on the journey. There's not many people that are an overnight success. Most of us work really hard to get to where we want to be. And if, and I often have that conversation with people if they're talking to me about mentoring. I would say, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, it's, it's not going to be that easy we'll make it as easy as possible but you're going to have to do the work and to do the work you've got to put the time in and you have to make sacrifices anything worth achieving takes commitment and there will be sacrifice and there will be the hard stuff but when you do that it so pays off and when you think of it in that one percent if you're just doing that a little bit each day instead of doing a ton of hard stuff it just makes it that much easier So much easier. So what I want you to take away from this podcast are five tips. Number one, you need to identify your areas of improvement. Where could you improve your life? Think about what it is that you want to achieve. Where could you improve? That's number one. Number two, break it down. Make it, how how do you eat an elephant? Well, we don't eat elephants, but how do you? You just take one bite at a time. Well, how do you move a mountain? You move one rock at a time. So you've got to break it down so it's so small that that anybody could do it. What's the next one? You need to focus on small incremental changes. When I lost all that weight, I didn't lose it overnight. I didn't starve myself for two months to get there. I made small, gradual changes. I introduced exercise. I had to increase my fitness level. I changed what I ate. But I didn't change it all in one hit. I I made it something that was sustainable for me because then I've been able to maintain that weight loss instead of making it something difficult that you have to stick with. What's the next one? Number four, consistency is key. You won't be an overnight success, but you will be a success. I promise you that. You stick with any goal that you would like to achieve and consistency is key. You will achieve it if you are consistent. Think of my book, Oh, Close to Five Years crazy but I got there 
And then lastly, track your progress. You must track your progress to see where you are and where you need to make changes, just like my friend I was speaking to. what He's realized that it's not going to work on that trajectory. He does need to make a change and development's going to be the way forward for him. But unless you assess your changes, assess your progress, you don't know if you've perhaps detoured slightly. And you've got to remember that 1% detour can end up in a completely different place. So assess the changes, uh, track your progress. So I'll say those again. Number one, identify your areas for improvement. Number two, break it down. Number three, focus on incremental changes. Number four, consistency is key. And number five, track your progress. And here's a bit of a takeaway. Albert Einstein once called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. And he was talking about money, but this is exactly the same. That 1% consistency, that 1% change that you do, that 1% that you do every every day will get you there. So I'm giving away two things. Uh, firstly, there's a downloadable. I've created a, a, a 30-day consistency checklist. Download it, it'll be under the podcast. It, it's free. And just track your progress for 30 days. Choose to be consistent with something and write it down and do it. And remember, you can miss one day, but you can't miss two. So there you go, that's below. And we're, I'm also giving away the old uh, Property Millionaires Exposed this week going to Nicole PV. Nicole going in the post to you, straight to page 121, girlfriend, you know what to do. Learn all about developing, that's right in there. And this week we'll be giving away uh, next week's one to somebody who actually gives us a, a great comment either on our YouTube or, or, uh, or on Apple Spotify. And remember, you'll need to put your name. Sometimes on YouTube, people are called strange names, and so you'll need to let me know that you've done it. And you will win a copy of this great book. People often say, I've been trying to get my hands on that. And lastly, if property development is on your radar this year, remember we have our three-day online workshop coming up 26, 27, 28th of May. And it's two tickets for the price of one. So you buy the online, you get the live one at the end of the year free. They're both live, but you get them in person. So there is a three-day live, so in the comfort of your own home, in your jammies if you need to, 26, 27, 28th of May. Our three-day property development workshop is epic. And even the live online one is great. So if you're interested in that, and it comes with a three-day live in the Gold Coast, which is a phenomenal event, jump on and there'll be a link below. If, if property development's on your radar and you need to increase it by 1%, get on there and do that. So anyway, I hope you found this podcast useful. I know I can talk kind of fast. I get really excited when it comes about it comes to being about personal development. But what I really want for you to know is, you know what, why not you? I work with so many cool people, so many high achievers who have really awesome goals. You know, Jeremy, ah, oh, just, and a big hey to Jeremy Hansey too. He's a high achiever. Uh, he's one of my favorite clients. But I work with so many cool people just going places. Connie, I'm trying to get her on this and so I can interview her. You know, just cool people that are consistent, consistently doing the work. They're going to be overnight successes, you know, in three years' time or whatever it takes. You know, but no one's an overnight success, but they will get there. So if you want to get there, jump below, download the, the tracking sheet, the uh, 30 days of consistency. That will be a great asset for you and give it a go. And email me, let me know how you find it. Let me know that you did it and you you created lasting change because that's what it's about. And also there's the link in there for our 
workshop, which is in two weeks' time. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. We'll be back with you next week, back on the tag team, I'll say. And it's, oh my goodness, episode 100. Holy moly. I am excited. But anyway, this is episode 99, done and dusted. Catch you next week. Bye.